Hello and welcome to another daring episode of Security Views Radio, the only cybersecurity podcast capable of jumping over Springfield Gorge on a skateboard. I am one half of your hosts, Adam Slater, and with me as always is John. John, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, I'm even better that the fact that a Boeing 777 engine did not fall on my house. Oh my gosh. It does make it better. That was terrifying. Crazy video though. Did you see that? I didn't see the video. I just saw the pictures. Oh yeah, with the engine on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy yeah. story. I, when I saw the planes are though, when there is a problem, they can still land safely. Yeah, it's sort of like, I saw like a lot of comments about that, like, oh man, it's not safe. And then I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like, no, this is a testament to the engineering of that plane, that it can lose an engine and keep going. Yeah, I, I remember when I was learning how to fly planes, how they simulate those kinds of things. So uh, you know how to react in that situation. So. Well, and the, the engines are are developed by – the engine is not the same thing as the plane, right? Like it's different manufacturers. Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. engines are made by Pratt & Whitney or GE or, or um, uh, Rolls-Royce. So diff- different companies make those. And, of course, we have Felton, our esteemed producer. Coming to us live from Mars. Yeah, landed that that rover. So, AKA Death Valley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, I want to go to the uh, Joshua Tree first, and then uh, <laughs> the Death Valley. Um, yeah, all is fine. You know, our audience may know Felton by a different name, Kyrie Irving. So, <laughs> <laughs> I like to dabble in conspiracy theories, but. I'll let you know beforehand, so you so you know that I'm not really serious. Um, although, <laughs> here it is. I do leave the window to slightly crack, so I can say, ah, I told you. <laughs> All you need is a filter to make the images slightly more red and orange, and boom, you can make anything Mars. <laughs> as long as you don't see a DoorDash car going across in the background, I can get away with it for a while. My, my just it can't be a windy day. It has to it has to definitely be a a dry uh, day so that uh yeah you don't uh, get thrown off by by the flag waving in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, seriously. So Kyrie, uh, does he think that the that this is all fake too? I don't think he's come out on a statement on the rover, but um, you know he does. He says he is a flat earther, so yeah. assuming. He's one of those guys like whatever is the most illogical explanation is the one that he's going to ride. Okay. (laughs) My my favorite conspiracy theory joke is that um, the moon landing was faked and it was filmed by Stanley Kubrick, but uh, all the astronauts were method actors, so they required it to be shot on location. We were at a dinner, uh, might have been like, it was over a year ago, maybe like 18 months ago. Yeah. You got really animated about some conspiracy theory website. Do you remember what that was? About birds or something? Oh, yeah. Uh, Birds aren't real. It's it's like, it's yeah, it's a joke conspiracy theory 
that uh, that the government um, that that uh, the government actually made all the birds. They're uh, they're all drones and they're spying on us. Um, what? So. <laughs> yeah, no, like it's not a real conspiracy theory. Like it is a joke, but like it's it's one of my favorites. It's 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 really fun. I, I can see if it was like one uh, like species of bird. You know, if it was like hummingbirds aren't real. Something that you rarely see. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. This is all birds. All birds. Yeah. All birds. <laughs> so. Yeah. Have you ever seen a uh, what is it? A, not a seagull, but um, oh. I, I the name is me right now. Pelican. A pelican, yes. Yeah. Trust me, it has to be real. That is an ugly bird. A <laughs> There's no way anyone spent the time to. <laughs> well, <laughs> see, so the 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 birds aren't real. Um, uh, people would uh, suggest to you that that might just be because it was an early prototype, and that's why it's ugly. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually now have a T-shirt uh, for uh, birds aren't real, so it says the birds work for the bourgeoisie. So. <laughs> yeah. That's but. funny. I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. I mean, there's every now and then I'm like, I wonder if it was because, but uh, by and large, I just, I just, I just am not a conspiracy theorist. No. Despite some of our previous episodes and my fear of things, I just think <laughs> if you connect to the water supply or the power or, um, you know, associate with life on the outside, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Have we discussed that at all? That, um, did you hear about the, the, I know we're not a hack of the week, but I, I do remember a story about someone hacking into the water supply. They tried, yeah. So they tried to access the system through uh, TeamViewer, um, uh, which shouldn't have been possible because the systems were supposed to be what's called air-gapped, but it was. Somebody put a tool on there for remote access in Texas, and somebody tried to access that and then adjust the uh, amount of lye, I believe, in the water. And mm-hmm. Don't quote me on the chemical. Um, or the substance, but I believe they were trying to increase the amount of lye. There's a little bit of lye in water um, in order to kill off anything that might survive, any metals that might be in the water. But anyway, um, they did try to do that. Um, they were caught, but this the hack never would have worked uh, because there's physical things in place that are testing for those things that would have shut it down. So it's actually very difficult to poison a water supply because there's computer controls, but then there's also physical controls. Uh, our utilities have done a wonderful job of, of locking up a lot of that uh, and, and fail safes. So, you know, a computer couldn't accidentally miscalculate the amount of whatever to clean the water. So, Was this like a, uh, was this like politically motivated or was it just some jerk off? Just some jerk off uh, messing, as far as we know, some jerk off messing around with the uh, with the Texas troubles. Uh, oh, taking advantage of that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of lessons to be learned for utilities. Like, don't put Team Viewer and things like Team Viewer on those systems. <laughs> we could we could talk about that all day, but um, yeah. So that was a. Another one of those things where you where you always find the sons of bitches come out when somebody's down. And I, yeah. you know, the same people that are messing with the with the, uh, you know, 
vaccine distributions and stuff like that. I mean, there's always some jerk out there that's going to try to yeah. crap. So what are you going to do? But um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that it, it is a testament that it didn't work. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just good to hear that they do have the physical components in place so that um, regardless of something happening, something happened remotely or, or just if, yeah, one of the computers went haywire, messed up the chemical imbalance that you could that it, that it actually catches it and will shut it down or, you know, alert people. Um, because yeah, that could have been a serious issue. Cause I think it was like I, I'm not sure of the numbers, but it may have been like maybe one percent lie and they they pushed it up to like 16 or 26 percent, something ridiculous um, that they were trying to do. So, yeah, yeah. Um, what, just curious, where did you hear the story at? Um, I first read it on feeds. I have a feed spot that um, gives me a lot of cybersecurity uh, information. So um, I want to say it's about two weeks ago. I, I believe I read it on feed spot. Okay. It's not a well-published story, um, and I'm disappointed by that because there's a lot of lessons to be learned in that and a lot of people to give people peace that, hey, that these other things would have kicked in, so there's nothing to worry about. I don't like people living in fear of certain of their utilities and stuff like that. <laughs> right. <necessary>, so. <laughs> because there's certain things that we have to have, and water is just one of those things, and, uh, you know, everything else aside – we don't have water. We got some, we got some issues. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I agree. It's, it's like the plane story. It's a, it's a, it's, it sounds horrible, but it's actually a pot. It's actually a, a, it's actually a positive story. Like, um, uh, people knowing that those things are in place is a good should be should be a good thing so and it, it you know really makes you wonder like for every um for every one of these stories that happen there's probably dozens and dozens of attempts that just completely fail and they fail so miserably that they don't even show up on the radar right and i think that there's a lot of that out there there's a lot of things that could have been disasters that were avoided that we just never hear about and i i think that that is a that is a pat on the back to uh people in all different industries who are associated with those kind of things like, yeah you know the crisis averted they don't make movies about that <laughs> <laughs> right they'll make tv shows about you know events that don't happen yeah. and they don't make news stories about things that didn't happen so uh, except if they're spun to say you could have died <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, are you guys familiar with the uh, WeWork? Yeah. Thing? Yeah, my brother used to work out of a in the before times. He used to work out of a WeWork space. Yeah, but I mean, do you know the story with the fraud and everything that took place? And, uh, no, no, I did not hear that. There's a great podcast out there about the WeWork rise and fall. But uh, anyway, there's a story out today about. Uh, a former CEO is going to get a $500 million settlement from SoftBank. But if you guys aren't familiar with it, we don't have to talk about that. No, no, I mean, I'm, I'm interested in what happened. Well, I'm not going to try to cover that. That would be a whole podcast to kind of go through what happened. But basically, oh. a lot of just a typical, you know, kind of not necessarily scam buildup, but it was definitely a lot of inflated value, valuations and stuff then just for the CEO to leave. So I would check out the podcast that, okay. that 
uh, that Wondery made on it about the uh, called called We Crashed. So once you get caught up, you should check out the story now that they're talking about settlements. So. Uh, we were talking about uh, uh, f uh, scammers and fraud a couple weeks ago, or last week maybe. Um, so it made me think of it. So. Yeah. You know, I, I have a question, and I wanted to get your opinion on it, Adam. Is that yeah? Uh, there's, a, uh, there's a story out there as well about how. Um, Online speech is now an existential question for tech. And there's a ton of other related, unrelated stories, I should say, uh, about okay. so being sued for stuff that he said or she said. And um, Facebook reverses the Australian news ban and a lot of, a lot of stuff around stories and news and uh, speech. And I just, I just want you to get your take on if you feel the social media platforms should be treated as newspapers where they can be sued for what they say or what, or what they allow to be said. Yeah. I, I think that, um, ooh, this is, this is a, this is a, a sticky wicket. Um, I think that, Hmm. I have very complicated thoughts on it. I, <laughs> No, 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 it's, it's okay. No, no, it's, it's fine. I, I think that there is a, I think that they can, they can put whatever they want on their platforms. I do. Um, and, and that people can post whatever they want, whether or not that content gets surfaced to other users I think that like so this is this is the this is the end result of a organization that is is 100 percent focused on the bottom dollar. Um, they don't care what kind of content people are consuming as long as they like as long as they continue to use the platform. Um, and and this this kind of kind of kicks back a little bit into that digital health conversation we had a couple weeks ago that, um, which I got an update on that, but, um, uh, okay. Uh, to tie back into our conspiracy theory thing, the idea that all, I, I don't necessarily think that all opinions are valid. Like I just don't. Um, and, and, and I don't think that certain people should be given a platform for it. Um, we were we were joking about conspiracy theories stuff earlier, but like, you know, it, it's why no uh, actual scientific debate has ever happened around the Earth being flat, because of course it's not flat, you idiots. It's round. It's a sphere. We know this. We've seen it. There's no reason to have a discussion about it, and having a discussion about it, like an open scientific, you know, quorum about it. Um, is like it, it legitimizes it legitimizes in just completely incorrect thought. Um, so I, I think that people can say what they want, but I also think that um, organizations possibly have a moral and ethical responsibility to not surface garbage to people like I, yeah 
But who? But who are they to say what is garbage and what is not? Like well, that puts them in the power to decide, right? Yeah, and, it does. I mean, and, and, if, if I'm an anti-Steelers person and I just choose to 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 squash any story that's positive about, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster, <laughs> make them out to be bad. Yeah, is that okay? Because I feel that people whose opinions are not justified about Juju Smith Schuster, right? I mean, yeah. who 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 is appointed the czar of that? I, think I that don't question becomes like who are they to, yeah. to make that determination or maybe oh, they and I, that's what i'm asking though i mean is it is it just another should you just look at facebook as another site who chooses to editorialize it one way and then you can go to this other site that chooses to do it another way but i think uh, i don't think people do that i don't think people do that the people uh people go on the internet um looking for um looking for evidence that supports their claim that's that's just what they do like and no 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 no. you're you're, you're down a different path you got to okay. bring it back into the company should the company the platform be allowed to edit the content you're way down this other road of like people's opinions and whether you agree or disagree with the earth being no 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 focus back on the platform though if the platform can make that determination, shouldn't they be treated as newspapers? Just a question. Oh, I okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So what, what people say is a different topic. Right. But if you're saying that it is the job of the platform to, to editorialize it, basically to edit it, then they should be treated like a newspaper because if the newspaper did those things they can be sued what's the difference right right I, yeah no i i if, see what you're my, saying I, it's, my, it, it's if my daddy leaves me a newspaper yeah, and yeah. i'm just an idiot and i decide that we're going to do all bengal's news all the time and everything i'm going to make up all kinds of stuff about juju smith schuster and i'm going to lie about this all the time and i publish it does well by today's laws, Juju can sue me for that. What do you mean I, you know, and secretly play for the Bears, right? Right. right. Um, I, well, it's since you're using sports as a as, as a metaphor, I, I I do read a lot of articles and see a lot of opinion pieces that that are just pretty pretty much just opinions on what they think might happen with uh Juju Smith-Schuster in the offseason whether he stays with the Steelers or leaves or if if Ben's going to stay or if he's going to retire um and I think it's for entertainment value so I I don't think you can really sue in that but if Stephen A got on TV and made inflammatory claims about Juju um he would have to issue an apology because ESPN could be sued for that, right? That's a good question. You can be sued for that because Stephen Screaming A, as I like to call him, um, he has said a lot of inflammatory stuff towards athletes or towards organizations. Um, He's always dogging out the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not sure you can really sue about an organization, but I'm saying about an individual. Gotcha. 
Adam, what do you think? I, I mean, I, it's 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 different. Like, I, I think I think equating social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter, like saying should they be treated like newspapers, I think is like because a newspaper chooses what they publish, right? Like, they have editors, they have people that 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 look at this stuff, and and they as a platform are creating the content, the content, right? Like Charlotte observer chooses what they print on their platform, on their platform every day. But like Facebook does not like, that's not how it works. Like you are not, you know, Charlotte observer specifically hires people to write for them in, in those instances, like that's a very different, situation than hey we made an area where you can just say whatever you want like the comment it, section of a lot of artists yeah the comment right section. like yeah, yeah. And I, even if you take a new site i agree the comment section is different for sure yeah but but then you have things like facebook or you know twitter or reddit or any of these other platforms where anyone can just post anything you know, I, I don't I don't think you can treat them like I, I think there's some responsibility from the platform, but I think that it's a different kind of responsibility than than a newspaper, because, you know, again, a newspaper is selecting people to, you know, write and publish for them, whereas, you know, these social media platforms, they're not selecting anybody. They're they're, they're not choosing anything. They just they are just providing uh the platform on which people can say whatever they want. In your mind, in today's world, who, what platform is more relevant, a, a major newspaper or social media? Oh, social media, easily. 100%. Um, for, for the average everyday person, yeah, that, like, that, that's, they're not, they're not, like, they're not getting their news from uh, from a newspaper. They might they might watch TV, but you know, none of that stuff is coming. Like like I think a lot of people are just sharing stuff on social media. Yeah, I I, I um in regards to Facebook, it's it's a difficult situation. I don't want to get political, but back during the whole um. Cambridge analytic and that whole discussion. I saw some people online saying, you know, like, yeah, Facebook was suppressing voters. I'm like, well, well how, how did they do it? And they were like, well, there was an article about Hillary that had a whole bunch of lies in it and it was targeted towards a certain group of people. And I'm like, oh, I understand what you're saying, but how is that suppressing someone's right to vote? It's there has to be some personal responsibility in all this. Um, just because you read it online does not make it true, especially on Facebook or Twitter. Um, yeah. I think we need to be our own content filter. We have to be able to look at things and say, okay, that's bogus. This is not right. It's no different than watching TV at four o'clock in the morning. Like you gotta like, you gotta have some discerning taste. Like, is that really gonna make an egg that perfectly every time? Because that's <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of egg demand out there. The number of things on the TV that sell to cook eggs in a different way are amazing to me. I think it might be the most cooked product on TV. 
Anyway, um, <laughs> you got to be able to decide, like, yeah, that may work for like a week or, or not. Or you can choose, no, I'm all in. I, I need a better way to poach an egg. All right, I'm in. There's got to be a better way. Who's <laughs> the, uh, the 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 um, spray patch? I forget what it's called, where the guy gets a screen door and he sprays it and puts it in the bottom of a flex seal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. flex seal. Yeah, and he puts it in the boat and he's like, yeah, you can float on it. <laughs> now, if you get out there with your family <laughs> and get a screen door and spray paint it with that stuff and I, get it. Oh. I've tried to use that guy's products twice. And I'm just saying. Didn't exactly, didn't exactly create a tight seal when it was wet. That's all I, I don't know what he's talking about. I didn't have the same experience he does. but um, I specifically love that shot because it's in like a foot and a half of water. Like <laughs> they clearly did that and they did it in one take. He jumped into it. He's like, see, it's great. And then he immediately hopped out. Like, <laughs> I want to see him in the middle of the Indian Ocean, you know, miles from the Maldives. Right. Yeah, right. You see like 12 pairs of pants on the uh, shoreline drying off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I believe some people, I guess you can, you know, you can get your money back. Of course, you're going to have to pay shipping and handling fees, um, which means you're really, you're already going to pay for the product two or three times, um, even though you'll get your money back. But but yeah, I, I think you 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 have to assume responsibility as an individual when you read something on Facebook. Um, I, I don't think I think it is a, a it's a dangerous path for Facebook to go down. Uh, editing content, um, you know, and just pulling different articles depending on what they believe is true and what isn't true. Um, I, I don't I don't disagree that there of course there is personal responsibility like I I responsibility I don't think is, a, is something that is like singular I guess like responsibility can be shared among multiple parties mm-hmm. I, I, I take take let's suppose I open a club my club has no security no cameras and we don't care what anyone does inside Am I responsible for somebody stabbing somebody else in the club? No, I didn't do that. But I specifically provide a space in which we don't like we you you can do that. And so so that's why like I, I it's it's a hard thing for me to say that they should be regulated like um, newspapers. I, I, I don't think that because I don't think that that's possible because then, then you're you know. You're you're having to have every single post vetted before it gets put out onto the internet. Like that's that's but insane. By, but by your argument, if an employee stabs a patron, the the business is responsible because they chose to hire that person. In 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 my in my example of my my club that is the my physical club that is an embodiment of a social media platform, there would not be anyone. That was an employee that stabbed somebody because they're not doing any of that. Like they're not. That's why it's just it's such a it's it's a it's a very different thing. And it's going to take people a whole lot smarter than me to figure out like where that is, um, because. You, yeah, you can't vet every single post like, you know, there's something like um, 
there's like thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of video that are uploaded to YouTube every single day. Right, but if I'm in your club, you can't regulate the way I dance. That's true. So you can't, you right? You don't have that regulation. So what do you care? You're just providing the platform, and you can dance however you want to dance. So if you want to go down to Funky Town, you can go down to Funky Town. If you want to leave your friends behind. Right. <laughs> but you better not do that robot arm. <laughs> Get out of here with that robot arm. But, but see, here's my here's my argument, and I, I've always said this about these platforms and this conversation. I haven't actually given my opinion on it yet. So here's as close as I'm going to get to giving my opinion. If you don't like the club you're in, go to a different club. That if you don't want people slow dancing in your club, I think you should have that right. Yeah, it's your club. And if I if I want to slow dance, I got to go down to that club. I don't think it's called a club at that point, but you know so, what I mean. Yeah, no, no. Speak if I'm if I'm you know if I if I want to learn how to dance a certain way, I've got to go to the right kind of dance instructor. But if I don't want to be uh, if I don't agree with how one platform does it, I think it's their business, and they should be able to have that right because at the end of the day, it's the free market, man. If you choose to have a platform that um, editorializes or doesn't editorialize the content, that is your choice as a business. And we as patrons can make that decision whether or not Absolutely. we want to attend yeah. that. I've always wondered about this, like the fight for some of these to stay on some of these platforms or, or to get off of some of these platforms. I'm like, just leave. <laughs> I don't understand where the debate comes in. Because, but I'm not a social media person, so that's why I need to ask the question to people who are, or at least have some more exposure to it. Because I, I'm often baffled. Like, I'm calm on the opinion. Like, well, just go somewhere else. Post those comments somewhere else. Right. Share those stories. Those stories are always going to exist. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. I. I mean. As long as April Fools has has existed, people have created fake news content for right. a date, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's always going to exist. But if you don't like that, they don't allow those certain things to be said. Just go somewhere else. I, I that's my I, I'm it's why I'm always confused by it. Like it's not like we have to be a part of it. It's not like there's a there's a mandate that we have to join this platform, right? There's no requirement that I post to social media. No. So I don't know. Help, help me understand the other side. Why do people fight to, to for that? Because they feel they have to be on that one. I uh, there's. I think because there's so many people on it already, um, that they believe it's it's that I guess Facebook is able to create a narrative or push people in a certain direction. Um, when it comes to, I think it's mostly just comes down to like voting and, and politics. I, I, think. I, I mean, I think you could stay away from that. I mean, there's, there, so he, here's, okay, a um, little bit of internet history. So uh, Reddit, uh, which has been around for over a decade now and has gotten pretty big in that time, um, a while ago had... Well, it still does. But uh, a while ago, it had a big problem with 
people posting really, really horrible stuff. And not just like bad opinions, like, or, or, or like, um, uh, I like chocolate. I like vanilla. Vanilla is better. You know, it's not, it wasn't stuff like that. Like it was like serious stuff. It was like serious hate speech and it was, um, really, really awful and terrible. So the platform as a whole, uh, started providing, okay. So the way, the way, the way Reddit works is that there are, uh, subreddits. Basically they are community, uh, moderated or they're, they're moderated by individuals about a particular topic. So you might have a subreddit that's about posting, posting blurry pictures of cats. That's a real subreddit. It's adorable. It's awesome. I love it. Um, and so uh, people were creating subreddits specifically for hate speech. Um, and Reddit as a platform said, no, we're going to we're going to close these things down. Like we're banning this sub. You, you can't have this subreddit. Um, so th- those users got really grouchy about it and said, fine, we're going to go start our own Reddit. And they started a website called Vote, uh, V-O-A-T. And the whole premise of Vote was that it wasn't going like it wasn't going to moderate anything. And it, if anyone has ever spent any amount of time on the Internet, you know that if something is completely unmoderated, uh, the time that it takes to go to absolute hell is pretty short. So Vote was a disgusting mess, a cesspool of just the most vile people. Um, but there's not enough of those vile people to keep a website like that running. So vote shut down within like a year or two. So then you had those, those people wanted to have some place to go. And so those people got up, like continued to get upset with Reddit for allowing moderators to, um, you know, individual users to delete posts and remove posts that they thought were inappropriate or whatever, and also got mad at, uh, Reddit administration, the actual people at the company uh, for also banning those subs. That's why there's a fight, because there's not enough of them to sustain another platform. So they need Reddit. They need it to allow their um, activity in order for them to have a place to do it. Like, that's where I think a lot of that comes from, because if you want to have your own specifically moder, you know, like a specific level of moderation on your platform to make it is very expensive to do if you don't have a large enough group of people. Yeah. Whether I think those people should like, like, should these platforms, like these platforms should be able to allow or disallow what they want. Um, and you know, specifically people saying, hey, look, no, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to have any negative Steelers talk on Reddit anymore. Right. Um, like, <laughs> and and they, they banned the Steelers suck subreddit. You know, that's, I think that's their prerogative. But I think people fight to keep uh, their speech or to, you know, stop other kinds of speech. Uh, sometimes, not all the time. Um you know, they're fighting for that because they don't have anywhere else to go to, you know, be the scumbags that they are or be whatever. Isn't there always another Reddit, though? Isn't there always another social media platform that just isn't? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I just, like, I mean, this is like, it's a, it's a, it's kind of a different discussion, but like these, 
those kinds of people operate by agitating other people. <laughs> like, so um, when there's no one to like agitate, that's when they get really mad. And that's why they want like Reddit or Facebook to always allow their stuff. So being a, being a, being a, a, a strict nonconformist, I can tell you, if everybody's on something. I don't want anything to do with it. If everyone goes to that restaurant, I don't want anything to do with it. And we'll find that next thing that nobody knows about. Yeah. That's just, that's just my spirit. Like, oh, let's go find something new. Let's try something different. Yeah. It's, a, it's annoying to be me. It's annoying to be me. <laughs> I heard the steaks are so good. Nope. If everyone's saying it, nah. <laughs> right. With that, let's go ahead and uh, take a quick break, and we will be back in just a few minutes. Workforces are more spread out than ever before, and hackers are using this to their advantage. Social engineering attacks make up one-third of all data breaches. The only way to protect your organization is to know how susceptible you are. Let us help through targeted cybersecurity testing and training. Contact us today at 888-897-9680 or online at jscmgroup.com to schedule your test. Again, that's 888-897-9680 or online at jscmgroup.com. Welcome back. Thank you guys for uh, joining us in the second half here. Speaking of uh, speaking of social media, I completed my one month social media free life. Nice, and you're, yeah. and you're head clear and you're happier and absolutely, absolutely. One of um, I re-downloaded one of the apps because I do keep in touch with some family and friends on there. Uh, I really I just downloaded it just to uh, see if I had messages from them. Um, and I did. A bunch of people know that I'm hyped about the new Godzilla movie, so they sent me uh, images and news stories. Uh, not a joke. That was all of the messages that I had was about this new Godzilla movie. Um, and then I, I still have the app, but I just removed it from my home screen, so I don't see it. I'm actually like really diligent about um, hiding apps that I don't use or that I use very infrequently. Um, did you have any withdrawal? Or, you know, a couple weeks in where it was like... No, absolutely not. None. Like, it actually, it, it helped a lot with my other initiative of not using my phone as much, which, you know, I also talked about. Because um, I would, like, pick up the phone, look at that home screen and go, oh, yeah, I'm not doing that. Like, I, I don't see the icon for Instagram, so I don't touch it, right? Like, it... Um, uh, like I said before, like it's very much like a like it's it's, it's a tick more than it was anything else. Um, so yeah, so like not it not being on the screen means I don't use it as often. Um, so yeah, your exit from Facebook, the story was hilarious. Um. <laughs> <laughs> John, okay, so yeah, I I told about this story, John. I never told you this story, so. Years ago, when I left Facebook, um, I made I, like it was this decision that I had. Um, 
maybe I'd had one too many. Uh, and I said, you know what? I'm getting off this damn thing. I hate it. I don't like it anymore. All these people, all these people, like so many people, these people are jerks. Um, and uh, it was, it was, it was the 2016 election. And it was just, I just, I couldn't deal with it anymore. I just wanted to see pictures of people at the park or whatever. Um, so I wrote this like five paragraph thing of, like it was like my 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 manifesto of why I was leaving Facebook, how people could still get in touch with me, um, you know, if I was on any other platforms. Here's my email. Here's my phone number. Text me. You know, you know, I still want to see pictures of you, so you know, send them to me. Um, I posted it, and then I deactivated my account like immediately afterwards. Which means that my post disappeared, so no one knew what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, like I get a I get a call from my friend Dave, like two weeks later. He's like, "Hey, man, I haven't seen you on. Are everything okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, man, I you didn't read my post. It was like D Dave's a really good writer, so it's like, I, you know, did you read my post? I thought it was really good." He's like, "No, you you deactivated your account, man. No one sees anything anymore." <laughs> <laughs> So I, 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 it was, it was, uh, it was, a, uh, it ended up being a moment of completely childish, impotent rage because I had this whole scree written and then just threw it into the void. And so, yeah. Uh, That's funny. Yeah. Wait, wait for people to text you, you know, like give you thumbs up. Or... Yeah. 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 After a couple of days after that, I was like, Man, those guys really weren't my friends. To hell with them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. Is anyone coming with me? <laughs> as, as I say, as I'm already out the door. Like, so. <laughs> um, but uh, no, no, no such, no such uh, temper tantrum on on Instagram. I just quietly went into that good night um, and you know checked back in and you know, had some messages and. Responded and then hid the app from my home screen. I think I've opened it once or twice since then. So, you know, one of my frustrations is that the world assumes I'm on Facebook. And yes. I actually know more and more people that are not, and, and many young people, but like there'll be stuff that I'll miss. Like there'll be, you know, workout seminars or something. And it's like I didn't know anything about it. And it turns out, like, oh, well, yeah, it was, it was posted on, the, on, the, on the, you know, the gym's Facebook page. Well, I didn't. No, you know, I'm <laughs> part yeah. of that. Like the assumption that you're on it, though, is a little bit frustrating. It, it, yes. It, it, it's again where my where my where my wall comes up and says, whoa, 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 you're not going to force me onto it. I'd rather not be a part of some event than you force me onto that. Yeah. That, I mean, that, that you know, lemur mentality that we're all going to go over the cliff together. Is trust, yeah. trust a person in the front. The the thing is about it's, it's always been true about social media. Like, um, you know the uh, uh, you know who you are as a person in your age group. Uh, that those those bands are smaller and smaller and smaller. Like, you know, um, yeah, young people aren't really on Facebook anymore because their forty year old dad is on Facebook, and that's for old people, right? Mm -hmm. Like. You know, and I'm not on Instagram because that's where my 35 year old aunt is on. They're on Instagram. So that's for old people, too. Like like it. 
and 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 those groups don't meet and it's it's as someone who has grown up not with the internet but like has watched the internet grow into what it is like you know in real time as i've grown as a person that's been fascinating to watch um uh you know first it was you know uh uh IRC and then and then we moved to and then we moved to live journal and then we moved to, to myspace and then we moved to Facebook and then to Instagram and now and then Twitter for a little while like it's it's just really interesting to watch the populations of these sites grow and swell and then collapse because all these platforms suck once they get too big so. there's, a, there's a story out um, Story's anecdotal to my point, but I'll get to that in a second. But it's new mothers are lonely during coronavirus. Social media is making it worse. And the point is that COVID-19 has made the isolation of early motherhood worse for most women in mom groups. I'm sorry, for most women. And mom groups and social media are often less than supportive. And so they're saying that, like, you know, they're seeing, you know, these moms are seeing all these pictures of these happy you know, moms, kids, and then they're stuck at home. Their kids crying all the time. They're not happy, and it's just driving them into depression. And I, I think it would be fun. This is my point. It would be interesting, maybe even fun, to uh, conduct an experiment. What if we came up with a with a, a test movement, and we somehow got it off the ground? I don't know how we do it. We can work out the details later. We call it Offline October or Facebook Free February or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we created all those you know, hashtags and everything to see if we could get ourselves banned for something that was not political. Because so much of the banning is always so focused on politics. It'd be interesting if oh. to be offline, to, 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 you know, to be social media free for September or something, <laughs> to see if you could get yourself banned. I think it would be a fun yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Test the controls of the system. Like if we oh. were advocating for for no social media, would they would they boot you? Well, even uh, even if even if they don't boot you, it would still I still think it would be a healthy thing to do. It's like when people do like the dry January, right? Like Yeah. Yeah. Get off social media for a month. I don't, you know. I, I think, think you get booted though. My theory is you would get booted or you yeah, would get suppressed. I, yeah. I think you would get suppressed. Probably not booted, suppressed. Yeah, like, the, the, yeah, the Zuckerberg's definitely not going to let you <laughs> run around and say, you know, hey, look, the, our biggest trending <laughs> uh, pages and, and hashtags on our site are now about not using us for an entire month. Yeah, they couldn't allow it. I mean, they could allow it, but they wouldn't allow it. They would be, it would be, it would be against their business model. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would be fascinating to just remove yourself from. Get a lot of oh man, I I like the ring of offline October. So give it enough time where um. You know, we can get through the lockdowns and like we could just say, okay, in October, every Saturday, we're all going to meet at this brewery or something (laughs) (laughs) and catch up on our weeks. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's it's interesting. Like I think that's I can definitely see that being I don't I I've seen some stories that have said that that like hey some people are getting really depressed from you know from social media stuff during life. But I've also seen the opposite. I've I've heard stories about people like yeah like I've you know like social media has allowed me and my friends to still hang out. We have a weekly you know you know, uh, FaceTime or weekly, uh, you know, this is the Z word, um, where we, you know, have like a digital happy hour or something like that. And I, yeah, get... but you know what, there's somebody out there to today mm-hmm. and not to get deep because it's supposed to be a, a fun thought provoking podcast, but mm-hmm. there is somebody out there today, one drink away from becoming an alcoholic. It's just, there, there, there just is, you know, yeah. Sometimes if you're on that line, if you're on the edge, something yeah. can just push you over the edge. And it can be it could be something as drastic as a pandemic or it could be something as minor as the guy at the grocery store looked at you the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. I th- if you're out there craving um, if you're a mom and you're a new mom and your kid is having trouble, which. You know, I, I, I've had many a kid and I can tell you that occasionally they're rough in the beginning. And my 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 youngest son was rough. He, he was very hard in the beginning. And my wife spent a lot of time trying to help him and stressed about him. That that going through that and feeling like you're alone in it can be bad for some people. Now, she had me and everything like that. But not there's there's moms that are just don't that the dad is 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 maybe off working, maybe in the military, maybe just not in the present, and they feeling that depression, that could push them over the edge for sure. I can see. It is it the fault of social media? No, it's not the fault of social media. I mean, they're not they're not I mean, if they're editing, they're not gonna edit happy pictures of moms and their kid. Like that wouldn't that's not a business <laughs> But right. Um, so that that wasn't the point of what I was saying. I mean, I think that if you're on the edge, you could you could get there by that stuff. And um, we all know that what's posted on social media is often fake. You know, that kid was causing his mom a lot of trouble 15 minutes ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and before she posted that picture, but it'd be interesting to see if you could get yourself booted. Uh, yeah. Or get a group of people booted off just for something not political. <laughs> it would be an interesting test of the system. It would be. It would be. Uh, really, I, I know we, we're, we're, we're short on time here, but um, did any, uh, about a month or so ago, we talked about the number of uh, devices we had connected to the Internet. Did anyone do a final count? I didn't, but I just added a bunch to mine because I hooked up a new alarm system uh, mm. to and I increased the number of sensors and stuff that I had. So, okay. I didn't do a count, and I do apologize if I was supposed to, if I promised to do my homework and I didn't. Um, I, I, I think you specifically said that you, there was no way you could. I don't think I can. Like, even just thinking of the, um, but I do know that I have nothing weird connected, like a toothbrush or a refrigerator or a dishwasher. Yeah. I have no lights. No power, no water. I did actually buy a water sensor because I have the occasional problem with a busted pipe. So I don't know if anybody yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah, I um I I have two light bulbs that are connected to the internet. Um so I can control them with my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'm up to about twenty one devices. Wow, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I did a I did a final count. Um I was at if I remember correctly, it was at 23. Um, I am now at 24 um, because my wife, who doesn't listen to the show, but who I love very dearly and is the light of my life, um, bought one of those um, uh, uh, smart power outlet adapters. So, like, it it the it plugs into the power socket. And then you plug a device, a, a, you know, a non-smart device into that. Um, and she did that for her coffee maker, um, which is a very nice, very good coffee maker. But it essentially has one, it has one button on it, which is coffee. Um, like it's got, it has no clock. It has no, so you can't like set a timer on it or anything like that. It, there's just a switch to make it go. Um so she did that so that as part of her routine, like she can make her pot of coffee the night before and then just leave it on, but have the outlet adapter be off. So then in the morning, she can just turn it on. So. Do you yeah. remember the episode of The Office where Michael kept the George Foreman grill? <laughs> yes. <laughs> With bacon. Yes. He could have used this to cook the he, bacon. He, he could have. He could have saved his foot. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, uh, also, I was looking at, because this is this was a big point of contention, big topic during that conversation. Um, there are still really good high-end fr- refrigerators available for sale, being made new, that aren't smart. I was, I was worried about this, and my freezer has been on the fritz lately. Um, so I went to go look at my options and, um, you know, you're, it's definitely some of the like, you know, it's like the Bosch and uh, stuff like that. But people out there still are making high end fridges that don't come with any, you know, Internet connectivity or anything. So there's hope. It's Bosch, by the way. It's Bosch? Yeah. Like the oh. TV. Huh? It's Bosch by the TV. So, by the way, excellent refrigerator, dishwasher. You can't go wrong with a Bosch. Yeah, it looked slick. Uh, the, there was a black stainless steel that looked choice, and I'm excited about it because it means people can't give me stuff to put on my fridge because I don't uh, take stuff on my fridge. So cons- something to consider. Yeah. On this week's DIY podcast, um, mm-hmm. black stainless steel is prone to fingerprints in marks. So. Okay. Well, they said it was it was fingerprint resistant. Yeah. So that might be with the Bosch, but I, that is one downside to the black stainless. So, and many, many of refrigerators. So, yeah, I we we I had a stainless steel fridge when I was a kid. Well, I did not have one. My 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 mother purchased it. Um, and 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 fingerprints were absolutely a concern. Well, regular stainless now has solved that. I don't know. Uh, oh, okay. What, yeah. So. Uh, I guess I, it, mine was Bush League. So you know why? Do you know why JSEM Group has a 1970s style white refrigerator? 
Uh, I figured it was a it was a cost reduction measure. No, it's because we couldn't get a dishwasher in time to meet the inspection. The dishwasher had to be in for inspection, so we had to grab a white one. So therefore, we matched the the only one we could find was white. Oh, we wants a white dishwasher. So then we just matched the refrigerator to the dishwasher. Interesting. Yeah. It's the story. That that's the story, and we're sticking to it. Yeah, it's the it's the honest to god story. It was to oh. match the dishwasher because you can't have your dishwasher not matching your refrigerator in a company break room. Yeah, I mean we're gonna replace this fridge, and it's definitely gonna be different than everything else that we have in the kitchen. But you know, well, you gotta pick it based off. So you gotta pick it because so it's a big thing. You gotta learn. But if you as you buy appliances, whatever you pick next is what you're gonna go with because you gotta match your handles. Oh yeah, no, no, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Well, and the the Bosch that I was looking at had a whole set, a whole matching set along with it, so I can be, I can be good. Um, so, uh, yeah. All right, everyone, thank you for joining us today. As always, we greatly appreciate it. Um, we hope you had a good time listening. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, if you have comments, questions, a topic you would like us to discuss, we again, that's podcast at jscmgroup.com. Um, love to hear from you. Uh, if you want to do that stuff where you um, like, subscribe, and share, you could do that. It's a free country. You can you can do that to your heart's content, and I and I and I encourage you to do so. Oh, thank you for joining us. Um, and uh, as always, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye, folks.